What is happening, everyone? You are listening to the Final Score Podcast, proudly presented by PFP, Players Fitness and Performance here in Frederick. Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department here with you as always. And on this episode, we will talk uh, boys basketball in the very competitive 3A West region uh, with TJ Boys basketball coach John Manley. Uh, been at Thomas Johnson now for uh, for 16 years, I, I believe, and we'll, we'll talk to John about his long career, his team this year, and just what it'll take to, get, to, to claw back to the uh, state semifinals uh, this season. So we look forward to talking to John in just a few minutes. Uh, joining me in studio now is uh, FMP sports writer Joe Ferraro. Joe, how are you today? Doing great, Craig. How about yourself? <laughs> Yeah, I want to talk to John about how his team is different this year than it was last year when, when, mm-hmm. when they made states for, for the first time in a long time. How do you view TJ as being different this year? I think uh, I think uh, last year they had uh, they had Braxton Foreman who was able to do you know a, a little bit of everything, and, and so it was a, at the time you know, I thought a, you know a fairly big loss, but. But they've they've sort of compensated by ha- by having you know several different c- contributors sort of uh, you know make up for that uh, you know from guards uh, you know like uh, Jeremiah Morris and uh, you got some uh, so some good uh, post play out of uh, out of uh, Simeon Franklin and uh, Bejan Bihai. so so uh, they're just doing a, l- a little bit of everything to to make up for that uh, Richard Rivas has been a, a lot more aggressive. As as a guard, uh, you know more more so than not, he's uh, he's he's looking to to create space for himself off off the dribble and and shoot. That's that's one area he's really improved in. And then uh, you've got J.R. Poe's J.R. Poe. Uh, you know it, it's almost an automatic double double. You know, game in and game out. So I think they're they're just as as formidable as they were last year. Uh, Richard Rivas, the the thing that strikes me about him is just his ability to get to the basket. He's he's not a big guy. He's a, he's a little guy, but he's not scared yeah. to, to drive in there with the trees and, and and get knocked down sometimes. And he's effective uh, going into the lane. He's he's fearless. Yeah, I mean, and. Uh, you know uh, the big thing with him is you know once he gets there too. I mean, it seems like this year he's he's more you know definitely more more willing to to drive and dish and, and set up his teammates uh, as well. He he could he can shoot the three as well. So 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 yeah, he's uh, he's really he's really improved this year. And, and you mentioned J.R. Poe uh, and just his ability to just keep going back up with the ball like he's an energizer bunny for the team it seems and, yep. and just a real athletic player uh bennett commander i, I want to ask john about his ability to trust big guys to dribble take the ball up the floor to, to shoot outside shots he did it with braxton foreman last year and it seems like bennett commander they've stretched his range a little bit on on, on the jump shot too this a little year. bit and i'd also like to to bring up the uh shaman Genis as well uh, uh he he played at tuscarora last year for for a year now he's back with his his teammates uh you know he and a, a bunch of the the kids on, on the team you know richard and jr poe were part of a very successful middle school uh, team under Donnie Boyd, and now he's he's back uh, trying to help his team. He he fits the the Energizer Bunny role. I mean, especially defensively. So so yeah, that's uh, a, a, a big addition. Uh, just another reason why they've they've more than made up for 
for Braxton graduating last year. Now, TJ plays in the 3A West. They won the 3A West last year. Yep. And it, it, it's, it's a crazy region uh, this year. I mean, just this week alone, we've had, mm-hmm. uh, we've had TJ beat Tuscarora. Um, we've had uh, Tuscarora beat Ligonor. We've had yep. Frederick beat TJ. It seems, yep. like, it seems like on any given night, anyone's capable of beating anyone. I mean, so when we get to the playoffs, is it going to be a sort of a coin flip uh, who, who takes this region? Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's gonna get, it's gonna be competitive. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's for sure. All, all of those teams, uh, Linganore, I think out of, out of all of them, they, they they must they're the most improved of uh, of the bunch. Uh, so it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be you know single digit you know wins you know every every round from you know, what region semifinals on uh, on your way to the. Um, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, second round, you know, all the way to the region final. So, and then uh, you got Frederick that started out real slow, and now, and now they've they've won uh, five in a row. So it's gonna be it's gonna be competitive. Um, uh, out, out of those teams, you know, uh, TJ, I, I really like uh, that team. You know, just because they've got this ability to they could go through a bad stretch and not shoot the ball well and somehow still hang in there, you know, just on defense and, and grit alone. Uh, their ability to manage those, those dry spells is, uh, it's impressive. We've talked about TJ. What would Frederick has a win over TJ this week in the city game? What, yep. what, what, tell us a little bit about Frederick. What do you like about the cadets? I think, uh, yeah, they've stepped it up uh, defensively uh, a few notches, really. You know, everybody on the team is is getting after it. Uh, you know, trying trying to get steals and uh, and get up and down the court uh, early in the in the season. That you know, I saw them, you know, settle for for jumpers. You know, quite, you know, quite a little bit too, too often now. It's uh, attack, 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 and so they're 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 better as as a result. How about Ligonor? Uh, Ligonor uh, has a win over Oakdale, uh, probably the best boys team in Frederick County this season. Yep, and uh, you know Ligonor, that's that's a situation where they they're they're just very disciplined in that they're not going to very rarely. And Chris O'Connor's done a, a tremendous job with them. Very rarely are, are you going to see them take a a bad shot. Uh, you know they're and and all the all their guys on the floor. Uh, are, are are threats to score, and so you know whether it's uh, Bennett Formulak at the at the guard position uh, or uh, Christian Nolan and uh, Jacob Ferentz, who, who's really improved this year in the in the paint. So you know they they always work the ball inside and out, and uh, and uh, they basically tell you, okay, uh, <laughs> what are you going to try to focus on? If if you try to focus um, on the inside, we're going to beat you from the outside. If you focus on the outside we're going to beat you on the inside so they're they're very versatile and and, and Tuscarora has always been a power in 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 this region under Pat Cook and now under uh under under Daryl Whiten yep Uh, they've had an up and down season uh they're sort of a hard team to figure out they have some head scratching losses uh some some nice wins and including the win over Ligonor uh on 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 Friday night of this week Uh, do you have much of a read on 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 the Titans well, uh, you know, from what I saw, I mean, they, they've just gone through a, a tough stretch here. You know, four four losses by, by by three points or less. So just you know, not 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 being able to to get that one key play, one or two key plays down the stretch, 
And so, but, but, you know, they, they just got the, you know, the, the, the win over Linganore. So that's something that, you know, it, it's a case where, you know, they're hoping, you know, that, that's going to be a, a springboard for, for other big wins, you know, just finally getting over, over the hump, winning a close game as, as opposing to, to losing. Yeah. One. I mean, that seems to be the story of their season. They're, they're in all these games, but, but yep. they, they can't quite get over the hump as you, as you say, and then they've lost several games by by just a couple of points so so you, so you can't discount yep. them we should also mention the Hagerstown teams North and South Hagerstown typically are capable teams that they could throw a wrench in 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 the in the regional playoff mix so as far as competitive regions it's it's tough I mean I'm sure they're out there um uh, but it's just in the little corner of the state that we live in but um but it, it's it's hard to imagine there's many more competitive than the 3A West if I had to ask you, if, if if you were a betting man, Joe, and I had to ask you, <laughs> who's who's going to come out, who's going to win this region, uh, who who would who is your early lean is is the favorite to to go to states? I I think what what I said uh, earlier about uh, about TJ just uh, it's it's so important that you that you you're able to 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 weather you know a, a dry spell and and you know they they can do it with the you know with the best of them uh, and it, it's going to happen you're, you're going to have a cold shooting night and and uh you know when that happens uh shots don't fall they don't they don't panic they they, they find ways to to score they they kick up they kick it up a couple of notches on defense and so they're they're gonna be tough and, and tj also has something that you would like uh to take into the playoffs and that's senior leadership senior experience sure uh, with, with rivas commander uh poe yep. uh, they, they've been there they've done that they know what it takes and uh yeah i mean anything could happen tj can go out for all we know and, and play a poor game and and if they do they'll, they'll they'll be they'll be gone that's how competitive the region is but um but yeah, I mean TJ will be a tough out, but um, so so will so will a number of other teams. So <laughs> so it should be very interesting to watch uh, because in 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 two A Oakdale is the clear favorite, I think, in the two A West, um, and then um, you have Walkersville and Middletown there that will try and maybe throw a scare into them. Uh, Brunswick's really struggling. Uh, Ur- Urbana's been uh, been struggling up in four A. So so that's the region to watch uh, for boys basketball. So yeah, I think two A West with uh, with Oakdale uh, Williamsport. They they beat them quite handily last year. But I think a couple th- this th- time a, a couple times they've beaten them already this year. Uh, so, right. The, the, the one uh, the one that I know of it was actually a very close game. It was a five point game. So you know so they uh, Williamsport uh, has has closed the gap a little bit. Well, I think I think I, I think. They playing like the season opener or something like that, if if I remember correctly, or maybe that was another team in Oakdale really uh, laid it on them. I, I I could be thinking of another team there, not, but um, not not sure. But but yeah, the, yeah. I, I know the time uh, the game that I, I remember it was a, it was a five point game. Okay. So so um, I, I still give Oakdale the edge, but still uh, that that should be that should be a competitive game. Okay. Look forward to seeing. I mean, it's it's playoff time already. Uh, here here we are, yep. uh, 2019. It's the middle of fe- middle of February in 2019. So it's crazy how time uh, is is flying by so fast. And 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 we, we look forward to seeing that it all play out. Joe, uh, thanks for coming in. Not a and, problem. And uh, we'll be right back with uh, TJ head basketball coach John Manley. Stay with us here on the final score. Why do I train? Why do I train? I train to jump higher. I train because I have something to prove. Be faster. And because speed, strength, and being better overall on and off the field is my mission. Nothing to me is impossible. I'm Andrew Simpson from Players Fitness and Performance in Frederick, Maryland. We have found that most middle and high school athletes do not have complete confidence. 
which is holding them back from being their best on and off the field. As official partners with FCPS, our why is to inspire athletes like yours to believe in themselves and perform more confidently and consistently in sports and in life. That's our why. What's your why? For more information, check out our website at www.playersfitnessandperformance.com. We're back here on the Final Score Podcast. Thanks for staying with us and uh, very pleased to welcome back on the program uh, the head coach of the Thomas Johnson Boys basketball team, John Manley. John, good to see you again. Good to see you too. Uh, Fourteen and four uh, this season. Now um, you're, you're you're coming off one of the best seasons in uh, TJ uh, basketball history last year with the, with the run to the state um, semifinals. H- how has this season been different so far? Um, I think games have been a little bit you know a little bit tougher. I think people are out to get you a little bit more. You kind of have a target on your back. Um, this is a different makeup of, of players. Um, you know, last year when we had Braxton, we had a, a pure shooter. And, and pull, pull, sorry, pull that mic right in front of your face. Okay. There, we yeah. had a yeah, pure shooter, shooter in um, Braxton Foreman, um, so we could hit from the outside, but we could also go inside. This year, we're more, um, we're we're bigger, and we have more guys inside. Um, and again, we we kind of have to get to the get to the rack and you know, score and go to the foul line where we could kick a little bit more. And not that we can't do that now, but it's it's a different kind of makeup that way. Are, are, do you feel you're taking everyone's best shot this year? Do people regard TJ basketball differently yeah, after last I, season? Yeah, I think we are taking, you know, I think they are trying to give us our best shot and kind of, uh, I don't want to say dethrone you, but, you know, we want to kind of get get revenge on, you know, that's what happens, I think, when you get to the top, you know, that they – they want to they want to come after you so it's tough to stay there isn't it it is very tough um this year and i think that's the biggest thing with this um maybe that's a little bit of pressure that i've put on myself the 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 boys have kind of handled it pretty good they it's just every day and you know i don't think it really phases them but for me it's kind of we're looking at different games and you know where can we get can we get back to the cmc can we get the number 1 seed in the region in our sectional and win it and get to the regional final you know, and try to win that and get back down to Maryland again. So th- th- there is a little, little bit of pressure on that. The the, the team is different, and uh, you're you're playing a different style necessarily. But there are some familiar faces on the team, of course. Uh, Bennett Commander is is the uh, guy you really lean on inside, as well as Jr. Poe to get rebounds and uh, putbacks and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Um. You know, and and they both can shoot pretty well. Um, probably not quite as the way Braxton could, but they, you know, they're pretty deadly from that mid range shot, especially, uh, Bennett, you know, from the elbows, he can, he can knock down stuff. He had a great game the other night against Tuscarora, just, you know, really got into a groove and, you know, the nice thing about him is he can go inside and play outside. I think he likes to play outside more than he does inside. Um, but you know, we've kind of forced that on him this year so that he can play inside better. How do you feel Bennett has improved? Um, I think his rebounding has gotten much better. Um, I think his touch around the basket is is a lot better um, than it was last year. I think his shot has even improved a little bit better with that. Um, I also think him mentally, um, where games in the past he would kind of, if it wasn't falling, he would kind of, I don't want to say break down, but he would kind of like, go into the shell and now this year it's like you know you give him that one little talk and it's like boom he comes right out of the shell and he's 
right back at it again. Do you encourage your big guys to shoot? I mean, because Braxton can shoot and got better at it. Bennett can shoot and yes. has gotten better at it. Do you encourage them we to encourage step them, out and shoot? Yeah, yeah, we step. We encourage them to step out and shoot. We encourage them. A lot of the drills we do every day in practice are, are I call them universal, that they you know can work on their ball handling. You know, I trust them to come up the – my bigs to come up the floor with the ball. Um, you know, if they want to go to the next level, they really aren't bigs at that point. You know, they're bigs in high school, but not necessarily at the college level. Um, so we, we emphasize all those things. We want them to be able to shoot. We want them to be able to handle the ball um, and get to the rack when they can. Isn't that the way basketball is evolving, though? I mean, you see these in the NBA now. You see these six eight guys, and they play like point guards. I mean, that, that's the way the game is moving, yeah, right? Yeah, and I think that's the way that it is going that way. It's it's definitely going that way. Um, and you know, so we're trying to prepare these kids for that. And um, and again, they're just being basketball players. You know, you know, they just want to play the game. I, I think some people get so hung up with, well, you got to be a number five or you got to be a number four. I think you just want to be well-rounded and you can play any position on the floor. Um, and, and that's kind of what we want, you know. JR at one game had this year, had to he had to play the point. Um, you know, when Richard was, wasn't feeling well, um, you know, he was my best ball handler. So I had to, you know, and he's probably about 6'5", and he has to bring the ball up the floor. So, you know, that – it's good that we do those things that get them ready. Yeah, J.R. Poe, we had him on last year when you got, right before you guys played in the state uh, semifinals. Is he in, is he as a- athletic a kid as you've ever coached? Um, pretty much. Uh, the, the, probably the next best athletic kid is Shaman Jenis with me. He's just a kind of freak of nature, you know, jumping all over the gym. But I think J.R. is that whole package. Um, I think he's strong. I think he, he just has that touch around the basket. Um, he's a, he's a workman. He just, you know, he's gets the putbacks. He gets, you know, he'll get 10, 15 points just on putbacks. Um, and then he'll, he can knock it down from the elbow and outside. Um, he knows I want him inside more, you know, playing that mid range game, um, which I think's better part, but he can also knock down the three if he has to. How has he gotten better in your mind since last year? Um, I think he's gotten stronger. I think, um, his, um, IQ for the game has gotten uh, much better. I think he kind of understands situations a little bit better th- this year um, than he did last year. Um, and he's kind of a leader on this team this year. The quarterback of your team is uh, Richard Rivas. Uh, what, what can you tell us about Richard? I mean, he's he's a guy that is not a little guy that's not afraid to go to the basket. No, he's not afraid to go to the basket. He's, he's probably one of my second second to third leading rebounders on the team. You know, at, at like five foot nine, um, deadly. When he is on and he can get in rhythm, he's a deadly shot from outside. Um, but just the change of speeds and directions that he can go um, on guys, and that that propels him to get to the to the basket. Um, I I've always said to him, you know, the way he talks to me, and you know, in the summertime we we go and work Hood's camp for uh, Chad Dickman and. I told you know, we spent a lot of time in the car going back and forth. And, uh, you know, I told him, I said, he's going to be a good coach someday. You know, he just – he has that knack and knows what's going on in the, in the game. So Speaking of Richard's future, I mean, can he play in college? Do you think? I definitely – I think he can yeah. play in college. Um, he's kind of looking – there's a school out in uh, California that he's kind of looking at. Um, you know, we're trying to get him some other schools to look at. You know, he probably played D3, D2. Um, you know, I think he can play either one. Um, definitely D three, 
Um, but I think his goals are to try to go as high as he can. Um, and so, you know, our job is to try to get him there. And, and his big hindrance, of course, is his height, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sure. that. But, but how do you get recruiters and coaches and college coaches to look beyond that? I think, you know, just his heart, um, the way he can play defense. Um, you know, when he's on, he's on. And um, I think that toughness – I think they, you know, whatever school gets him will, you know, I think he'll buy in and he'll be full in and as a student and an athlete. And, you know, so you just kind of have to sell him that way. Um, hopefully some schools will take a, a bite at him. Um, and he's kind of trying to make his own progress too. You know, he's, he's out there, you know, looking on, you know, internet and, you know, sending stuff to colleges and things like that. So has he expressed interest to you and being a coach uh, someday? Uh, someday, I think he, he said he's he's talked about it a little bit. I, I don't know if he'll ever do it, but I think he'd be a really good coach. Yeah. But back to JR for a second. I mean, rebounding and defense and all that that he does well, that's, that's energy. That's effort and energy right there. Yes. Where, where does his effort and energy come from? Because he, he seems to have a lot of it. So. Um, I just, you know, that whole group, um, they just don't like to lose. Um, they've been like that since middle school. Um, you know, every year that they were in middle school, they got to the middle school championship uh, with Coach Boyd. And, you know, he, they just have that mentality. I think he has it, and he wants to win. I think he's also a people pleaser. I mean, he wants to please our staff and wants us, you know, to be proud of him um, and, and the school. So I think that's a lot has a lot to do with it also. Right. Is there pressure to win this year because those three kids are, are seniors? Um, yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, they came in their freshman year, and I remember them talking to me, and, uh, you know, they pointed up to the banners, and they said, we want to get a banner. You know, we want to we wanna put our name in history. Um, and I said, well, that's a really tough – that's that's hard to do. Um and I think, you know, they – it's still in their mind. They they just – they want to get back there, and they're going to do everything in their power to, to get back there. Um, you know, they, they hit the weight room. They, you know, they did all the extra conditioning stuff this year uh, to get better. Um, you know, we've had some ups and downs, you know, just like any high school team would have. And uh, – but they, you know, they refocus quickly, and, I th you know, they really want to get there, so – is it sort of your job to lessen the pressure and not say don't put so much pressure on yourself or put so much pressure on this game or this game's not important than the yeah. last game or the next game or yeah. whatever? So. Yeah, I think I try not to put that pressure. Um, you know, I, you know, our conversations are, you know, we don't try to look too far ahead. We try to, you know, say, okay, this game next, you know. You know, FSK is our next game on Monday night. That's their senior night. Uh, that's the game we got to focus on. That's the game we got to win, you know, and – and we, no one's a pushover. You know, I keep telling them, no one's a pushover. Um, and so they just got to keep working, working. And then when that game's over, we'll, we'll love it, you know, if we win. And then we'll move on to the next game. You, you, you play and you were the champions of a very tough and competitive region, uh, the, the Class 3A West. You're in there with – just locally you're in there with Ligonor. You're in there with Frederick, uh, who, who, who got you uh, uh, this week. Uh, uh, you're in there um, – with some of the Carroll County schools. So, I mean, how tough is the, is the 3A West? I think it, it's very tough. Um, I think it prepares you to get down there. Um, you know, just in our Tus – Tuscarora, too. I, Tuscarora. Uh, you got, right, uh, you got right. Tuscarora. You got Linganore. Um, Frederick, yeah. Frederick. Um, 
you know, and now we're all kind of, you know, battling for that. And, um, and then you got your North Hagerstown and your South Hagerstown, which you can never sleep on. You know, it's, it, it doesn't seem like there's a runaway leader. There's not a big leader of the pack uh, so far this no, year. No, no. And I think it, it goes back and forth. And I think, you know, like I said, any given night, you know, someone, you know, can beat you. You know, we went up to South Hagerstown and I told him, I was like, guys, you can't take these guys lightly, you know, on this. And and they bought into it and we jumped on them, you know, and we got our rebounding and we got, you know, our short, uh, you know, they tried to zone us up and our short corner stuff was working. And, you know, they just kept pounding, 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 going away. And we came away with a victory. And that's a tough place to play. Um, North Hagerstown, we lost to them earlier in the season. That was our second game of the year. Um, again, I didn't have, you know, Richard in that game. Um, he was sick. And then, you know, we get we get them back at our place, and we end up, you know, and that was a tough game too. Like their big kid just kept pounding on us, and uh, you know they kept chipping away. And I think the games this year have been a lot closer than last year. You know, there were games that we kind of would win by 15. You know, there might be a one or two that was like eight, four. But a lot of them this year, you know, we're winning by two. We're winning by maybe six. You know, we're not really blowing out anybody. But at the same time, do you go in thinking you could beat just about everyone you play? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the mindset that these guys have, you know, that we're going to beat everybody. Um, and we're going to get back to where we want to, you know, which is, which is a great thing. You know, in their minds, they felt, you know, like they should be undefeated, um, which is fine. You just kind of have to – you know, maneuver that and, and nourish it a little bit and, and bring them back to reality a little bit and know that you got to get better. Um, and that might not happen, which it didn't. Um, but that's okay and learn from those losses. Well, last season brought everyone back to the glory days of uh, TJ basketball when, when they were the premier team in, in, the, in the entire state and when winning multiple state titles consecutively with, with Coach Dickman, uh, Coach Tom Dickman, and Terrence Morris. And uh, what, what do you remember about those great – TJ basketball teams, John, because you grew up around this yeah, program. Too. Uh, yeah, they just, you know, they were just always so good, you know, and coach, you know, he just always had those players and, and, you know, he, he had this system and the way that they were going to play and, um, and those kids bought into it. Um, and, you know, and I think when I got the head job, my goal was to kind of revive that history. I knew it was going to take a while. Um, and a lot of it, too, is the talent you have, you know, and it's high school sports. And, and in this day and age where kids just want to transfer to whatever school, you know, they don't like a coach or something and they just pack up and, oh, I'm going to go across town or I'm going to go to a private school. Um, you know, my goal was to get in the school, get to know these kids even better um, and try to mold them. And especially my, my you know, the middle school program. Uh, which Donnie Boyd runs, you know, over there with our our kids. And it's just – it's been working for the last, you know, five, six years. We've just been really building that up and, and building those kids up. And we've had this train of kids coming in um, that kind of know the, our system and know what we want to run. Um, I think that's a big, big part of it. And you've seen it in your record. I mean, you guys had not so long ago some really lean years where wins yeah. were really few and far between and, and hard to come by. But it's steadily been – 
improving since. Why? Just because of the just because of this group of kids, or have you changed something, or um, or why has TJ basketball been steadily getting better? I think I think it has to do some with the kids. Um, you know, I told the senior class they were kind of the spark that got it going. Um, the next class behind them was pretty good at the middle school level coming into us. And I think they just started, you know, that one year, my, I guess when uh, Coach Miskell came on board with me, you know, we kind of planned that out. And we knew that that first year we were together, it was going to be rough. And it was. Um, that was probably Richard and those guys their freshman year. But we – because technically I thought those five freshmen could have played up on varsity. Um, but we knew that we had to keep them down at the JV level, let them win, let them feel it, and then the next year when they come up – Build build the confidence. Build the confidence. And when their sophomore year came, you know, we, we moved all five of them up. And we go 15 and I forget what record was that year and win one game in the playoffs – following year you know we get down you know we go 24 and and four last year and go down to you know maryland and now this year you know we're 14 and four i think you know we'll get some more wins and uh hopefully do well in the playoffs how, how tough was that last year going down to uh xfinity center down in college park and, and and losing that game um it was pretty tough i think we we truly felt we had a shot and had a chance um we had seen them play up at Messiah. Um, we saw Milford Mill play up there. They played right after us. And again, it, it's not, you don't have your full squad um, up there, but we kind of got a, a taste of them pr- kind of preseason. Um, and then, you know, we were in that game. You know, we hit, we hit a couple foul shots, and it's a totally different ball game. Uh, I said that night, you know, down there, I said that, you know, if we hit those foul shots, it came down to foul shots in my opinion. Um, yeah, they, they went on some runs. We went on some runs. But there were a couple times if we just knocked – because we went to the foul line quite often. And if we had hit those, I think we, we could have pulled it out. How, how long does a loss like that stay with you? Um, it kind of stayed over the summer. And then as soon as school started, it was like, okay, that's done. It's over with. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's get back to – let's get back there. Um, and, you know, hopefully maybe, maybe we play them again. Maybe we don't. Um, you know, I don't really know what their record is this year. And we kind of don't look at that. We just take care of what we got to do here and what we got to win in our sectional and in our region. All right. Your, your, your coaching staff changed, too. You, you mentioned uh, Bill Miskell, um, who was instrumental in helping you really get this program into high gear over the last four years. And now he's over with the girls. He's, he's the girls' head coach. Yeah. How has that sort of changed the dynamic of your staff and, and, and the team not having Bill right right there over your shoulder for um, games? It's, it's been good. You know, we're both in the gym. You know, they practice after we do, after school. Um, so we still talk, and, you know, we both throw out ideas all the time to each other. So that part of it. Do you still, help him with the girls' team too? Yeah, or, like tonight. Yeah, matter of right. fact, before I came over here, I was doing a drill with him and with the girls. We were uh, doing a new passing drill. Uh, so he I was helping him. Uh, demonstrate it to the girls and I'm going to actually run it tomorrow with our guy so you know I was helping them with that Um, you know I brought on Ian Fisher who played at Brunswick High School was quarterback quarterback uh, played basketball a lot of people don't forget that he played basketball um, loves basketball and it was kind of nice to have another he's got a different fresh different outlook um, with the boys he really works with our big guys because he's pretty big 
Um, he's probably he's about six five, you know, and so he bangs with them and uh, gets up and down the floor with them sometimes, you know, during practice. Um, Paul McClister, who's my JV coach now, uh, was a former player of mine, was a point guard uh, several years ago, back in 2012. Um, you know, he's just done a phenomenal job with our JV kids. You know, our JV kids have only lost one game this year, and they lost to Oakdale. Um, Do you have another good wave coming through then? So that's or, another yeah. good wave. Um, our eighth graders that are coming in, and actually our seventh graders, it's another great wave. You know, some tall kids, some good kids. You know, skill-wise, they're pretty pretty decent. Um, so I think TJ is on the upside of things, and we just want to kind of keep that going um with them yeah i mean bill has refereed he's 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 coached basketball in this county for a long time well what has he meant to you in your career personally um he's he's meant a lot um he and i've known each other since i was a kid uh, i used to go to camp and he was my camp counselor you right know, at fcc and stuff yeah. like that and uh when he you know left middletown and he kind of took that one year off and we still talk because our two jobs in the school School system. He's at Monocacy. I'm at TJ, um, in in the same role. Um, we've always talked about things, and he always said he wanted to come on board. I think I've really never had a mentor, like some guys do. You know, some guys coach under. You know, like I I was never under Coach Dickman. I was under Coach Abercrombie, and Coach Abercrombie's only there for two years. Right. Um, then Coach Wolf came in, um, and I was became his JV coach, and so I've pretty much self-taught and you know learned and you know go to clinics and things like that and I think when Bill came in he gave me a different fresh perspective um you know and he wanted me to grow as a coach um and he, he's been tremendous you know with that and it's nice that he's still there you know he's just on the girl side and so we can still you know throw back but it's kind of you know it's my program, so it's like – and he always thought it was my program. Um, but now it's kind of like, you know, it's evolving even more. And, you know, we're, we're doing a pretty good job. What we, I've probably asked you this before, maybe even maybe even right here. But what, how did you get bit by the basketball bug? What made you love basketball? How did you become a basketball coach? Um, I've always loved it. I, I grew up playing it. You know, I played in uh, all the rec leagues. You know, played it played at Frederick High School, um, middle school. I played for St. John's, um, and I've always wanted to coach. You know, I've always wanted to work with kids. I've always wanted to coach. Um, and I remember the night I got a call from um, Jack Bentley, who was our JV coach at the time over at TJ, and he was with Coach Ab. And uh, he said, hey, man, we need a ninth grade coach. And he knew me from working down at North Fred. And I was like, I don't know, you know. I've always wanted to coach, but I don't know. You know, maybe, you know, and I would always play pickup and stuff like that. So I said, all right, I'll give it a try. And um, I, had, I had a blast. I had a blast. You, you loved it right from the start? I loved it right from the start. I thought it, I just loved the competition. I loved the practices. I loved breaking things down with them. Um, and I just got hooked. Um, you know, then the following year, and I was content with just being the ninth grade coach. And I remember when Coach Ab was getting ready to leave, you know, he said, you know, you might want to put in for this. And I said, I've only had two years of ninth grade job. I don't think I'm ready to be a, a, a head coach in Frederick County yet. Um, and then they, you know, they hired Coach Wolf, and he came in, and 
he wanted me to be his JV coach, and I, you know, I got groomed a little bit more. Um, I learned some things from him, um, and where I wanted to go with it. Um, and at the time, you know, that tenth, uh, I was probably in my third year of that, and well, actually my second year of being a JV coach, and the Frederick job came open. And so I thought, well, you know what, let's go. Let's give it a shot. You know, let's see if I can do it. I interviewed pretty well. Um, coach McGackey ended up getting that job. He had more years of experience, you know, at Linganore, which made sense. Um, but that was a great experience for me to go for an interview to try to get the head job. The following year, the TJ job came open, and I thought, well, let's go. Let's try it again. And, you know, Ms. Tarr hired me um, with, with uh, Steve Nibbs at the time, and um, – I just kind of took off from there. How did you know at such a young age that you wanted to be a coach? Um, I, th I think just being around the game. Um, I remember Al Panza, who was at FCC, and I just, I, I just had a lot of respect for Coach Panza and what he did. You know, he coached youth basketball, and then he was the college coach. And actually, I always wanted to play for him if I got to, you know, because I ended up going to FCC, but I never got to play for him. Um, I, Right then, I knew that you know there that kind of you know the things I saw that he did and the way he had um, relationships with kids, uh, the college guys. I was like, you know, I want that. That's what I want. And um, so then I just knew that someday I was going to coach something. It was either baseball or it was going to be basketball. So, well, what's the toughest part about the job? Um, I think dealing with all the personalities. It's not even the X's and O's. It's it's. You're talking parents as well as players. I, th or? I think a little bit. No, I when, think when, it's, when you say personalities, it's per, I'd say both? the personalities yeah. of more the the players. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, trying to take this personality and that personality and this one and this one and meshing them all together so that they play as one unit. Um, you know, they they can have some big egos, uh, and I think in basketball especially. You know, it, it can be my, my, mine. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, that, that kid's selfish. You know, it's all about, you know, he's going one-on-one -on -one all the time with guys. And I, and I tell the guys all the time, there are five guys. Well, there's ten guys on the court. There's five that we're putting out there, and there's only one ball. Only one guy can score. Um, so you got to figure out, can I be the best rebounder? Can I be the best passer? You know, at the same time, you want to try to score. But at the same time, you got to find other things to do to make yourself and make your team better. And I think that's probably the toughest thing is to get them to, you know, buy into that and, you know, know that it's for the team. It's not necessarily the individual, you know. Go play golf if you want to, you know, do individual right. things. Well, with every year, I mean, you learn a lot more and and you learn how to do things differently maybe. Have you have you changed a lot over the years as a coach or are you – pretty much doing things the same way you, oh, you've no, always I, done them. No, I, I've changed. Yeah. Um, offensive mindset has changed. Um, you know, with the shot clock now, that, that kind of forces you to, I think, um, more of a motion kind of offense, um, set plays more than in the past where you would run maybe a flex offense. You can still run it, but – not maybe you know you could run a flex offense and keep running and keep running and keep running when you never had a shot clock and waste a lot of time well now you got to come up with different sets to get off a good shot for your best players um so i think the the game has changed that way and my mindset has changed um i still think defense 
wins games. I think you got to step that up and you got to, you know, if you can do that and you can rebound and you can, you know, shoot well at the foul line, I think you can win games. When, when did you start thinking the big guys needed to handle the ball more and step out and shoot a little more? When, when, when did that come about? Probably when Bennett and those guys were in 10th grade. I thought, you know, they, you know, let's, let's, let's work on some drills and things that, that make them more of an all around ball player. I mean, I think, and if you look at kids today, like the guys in the NBA, you know, they're, they're all pretty well-rounded basketball players. And you did that with college in mind for those kids or to improve the team, both? I or, did it. I think um, yeah. I did it with both. I think it was more to improve our team, but at the same time, they set an interest that they want to go to college. I said, well, all right, well, you got to be able to handle the ball. You got to be able to do this. Um, you know, if you're going to go to that one next level, you're probably going to play a guard position. Uh, you might not be a two guard, but you might be three, you know, you're probably not a five, but it depends on what the, what they have at that school. Right. What's, what's the biggest thing you've learned about being a coach? <sighs> Patience. Yeah. You know, um, I've learned now not to talk as much. I used to just, I would talk and talk and I'd write things on the board and, they don't they don't pick up on any of that. Do they uh, tune you out after a while? They or? tune you out after a while. So it's like, you know, I, I think, you know, now I've learned to be a little bit more patient with them. I've learned to, you know, and again, I think as a coach, you're a teacher. And so, you know, that's my profession anyways. And so you want to teach them. You want to teach them about life. You want to teach them about the game. You want to teach, you know, them to how they're going to survive in the world sometimes. And we just try to use basketball as that as that teaching tool for them are there other are there other educators in your family do you do you, do you come from uh, a family that's yeah. worked in education or, yeah i've yeah. always come from a family of educating my mom um was a was a teacher um, actually she was frederick county teacher of the year at one time um my aunts i have uncles that were, were teachers my grandfather was a principal um, so, so you have some big shoes to fill there. Yeah, in the, yeah. In, in, in the family. Yeah, so, so it's just it's always been in so our family. It's, so it's been a natural track for you just to transition into coaching and the teaching and, and, and all this stuff. Correct. So. Correct. And what and what do you enjoy the most about the job? What do you enjoy the most about being a being a basketball coach? Just being with the kids, being with the boys. I I tell them every day. Um, you know, I work with a lot of the uh, our kids at our school that are are really the toughest kids in the school. Um, you know counseling them and making sure that they're doing the right thing and I said the one joy and you can have crappy days you know working with that population and I said the one joy I have every day is at 2:30 I get to go down to the gym and be with you guys and do something that we all love to do and and it is it's enjoyable it's it's very enjoyable all right, playoffs are going to be here before we know it. I mean, uh, well, next week is the last week of the regular season, right? Correct. So, and that, and then it's do or die. So, 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 what's the message now? Well, what are you telling your guys? What sort of expectations have you have you laid out for them? Um, well, we got to get through this this coming week, um, and then get to the 18th, and then hopefully get to the CMC. Um, that we got to be on our game. We got to be, you know, our pat. Like today, our whole stress was, you know, make sure we're rebounding with two hands. Make sure we're you know, passing really well, keeping our heads up, knowing where guys are on the floor. Um, I said, you have to bring your A game now. You know, there's no turning back. Um, and I said, these next four games are kind of the tune-up to get ready for the playoffs. Because it is, it's one and done. 
you know, you have one slip up and your season's over. Um, so we've really got to be precise, um, you know, perfection, if you, if you want to call it that, and make sure that, you know, we're doing everything that we can in our power to, to, to advance even farther. If you guys were to make the CMC championship game, you're likely to run into Oakdale. And, man, as good as you guys have been over the last two years, they've sort of had your number. Uh, I mean, they're a good team, but what, what, why have they had your number uh, just, uh, so much? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Um, you know, and, and they're a smaller team this year. You know, yeah. they're, they're not very big. They're very guard-oriented, quick, fast. Um, got shooters. They always have had shooters. Is it a mental thing though with them? Um, I think a little bit. Yeah, I think a little bit. I, um, you know, I've only beaten that school one time in my entire career um, at TJ, and since the school has been open. Um, yeah, I mean, they've always been so so good since they've started their program in yeah. 2010. So, yeah, and yeah. it's yeah, I I do think it's a mindset. Um, I know my guys want to beat them. Right. Um, and they're all friends and they all know each other. Right. Because the school districts border each other. Yeah, right. And, yeah. you know, they all play AAU together. And so they know those things. Um, it, it is a mental thing. Yeah. And I just think they have to fight over top of that. Um, they love the challenge. Um, they want to, to get back there and play them again. Um, they feel like they owe them something. Um, you know, and so we'll have to wait and see. And, and, and then do you expect uh, all out? <laughs> tooth and nail battle in the in, in the three A West uh playoffs. I mean because you beat Tuscarora by three, Frederick beat you by three. I think you and Lincoln have gone um, back and forth uh, a, a little bit this year. So I mean Yeah, it, it, um yeah, I think it's gonna be tooth and you know, we're gonna be fighting. Everybody's gonna be scrapping. And even the Hagerstowns, like you said, oh, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're you competitive, know, right? They can be very deadly and you you never know. And again, any given night I think anybody can win. And who brings their A game I think their mindset, are they mentally ready to prepare for the game? Um, and then sometimes it's just the luck of the ball dropping in for you, you know. Right. So, how, many, how many seasons is this for you at TJ now? Uh, this is either my 16th or 17th year. Okay, and you're not getting tired of it yet? No. So, all right. No, I'm not getting tired you're of gonna it. You're going to go 16 more? or um? I don't know if I'll go 16. <laughs> I don't know if I'll go 16 more, but, you know, I – I'm I'm planning on going for a little while longer. Um, I'm excited about um, the new group of kids. Everybody always asks me, I, and uh, my wife always says, you know, let take it one year at a time. Look at the kids that you're coaching. She says you love being with them, so just you know, there you'll. She says you'll know, you'll know when it's time to to hang it up. Right. So. Hey, John, thanks for coming in today. We wish you a continued success as the season uh, winds down here. Thank so. you. Thank you for having me. I All appreciate right. it. Yep. John Manley, uh, head coach of the uh, TJ Boys basketball team. And I also want to thank uh, Graham Collins for producing. Uh, for the band Double Motorcycle, for the music you hear on the podcast, I'm Greg Swatek, and we will see you next week back here on the final score as the playoffs get closer. And we are presented by PFP, Players, Fitness, and Performance.